This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to Riffin' with Raff and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. Riffin' with Raff and AD, Wednesday night, quick two hours of the week. All right, AD, here's your chance. What do we know about the North Dakota Fighting Hawks football team? You know what, man? Honestly, it was it was kind of tough to even find some things. Every time I was going to look at North Dakota, it would bring up North Dakota State. I mean, the bison. You know, just, I'm just like, no, I'm trying to find about North Dakota. You know, but uh, I, I, I did some research. I was on the airplane just kind of looking at some stuff up there. And uh, think about North Dakota. They were 5-6 and six last year. Kind of here. Here's, here's, here's your schedule this year for this year. So, 5-6 um, and six last season. They got a lot of motivation for this season, obviously, coming up. Uh, make a run at what they call the MF, uh, the MVFC Championship. Uh, it's what theirs is, Missouri Valley Football Championship is what theirs is. And um, uh, they, they start off their season September 3rd, obviously, away. They start, Their first game is against us, you know, so they play us on September 3rd. And then they, on, on the 10th, they go to Northern Iowa, which, you know, is no joke to play at. Uh, they go away to Northern um, Arizona. And they're away again to Southern Illinois. Um, on October 1st, they got Missouri State. And then October 8th, Youngstown State. You know, that's uh, Pelini country, which obviously is not the coach there. But, you know, that's Pelini country. Youngstown State is historically a, a very blue-collar, hitch-in-the-face, hitch-in-the-mouth type team. And then they follow up on the 22nd with South Dakota State, which, you know, the Jackrabbits are no joke. Uh, then they got their home game. Uh, they got right here on their schedule, WAC or ASUN team. So that, that's kind of being determined still. And then they, on the 5th, they got Indiana State away. At home, they got South Dakota. And then away, which will be a huge game against their rival, North Dakota State, which will be a big one. You know, so their schedule, it, it, you know, they got 11 games, uh, one FBS game, two non-conference games on FCS and five home games. Um, it's going to be tough for them, man. I mean, when I mean by tough, they've got a loaded schedule um, uh, for their big game. And think about this, y'all. They will get $515,000 from us to come to Nebraska. Now to Nebraska, that's like pennies on the. I'm like, oh, five fifteen. That's parking garage money. You know, you, you got your meter money here. So that's, but you know, to a school, and it's no knock against North Dakota, but obviously we're a lot bigger school. Five hundred fifteen thousand dollars is a lot of money, and they probably will not play in a big. In fact, I can tell you, they won't. They will not. You, you heard me read all the games off. They will not play on a bigger stage. Than they'll play against our first game. They'll play against here at Nebraska. Northern Iowa will be huge. You know, I mean, just obviously North Dakota State because it's rival. Uh, South Dakota being a border war, but they won't. There's no of those stadiums that fit. You know, ninety plus thousand people in their stadiums. They will definitely have ninety thousand plus when they play Nebraska, and they'll get half a million uh, plus fifteen thousand to play against us. So that'd be big. Um, so it's it's going to be a big game for them. 
Uh, they've had rap. They've had some transfer uh, portal deflections as well. Um, so far, now obviously it's not over yet, but they had seven players into the portal. That Caleb Nelson, who's one of the cornerbacks that left, Sam Robertson was a cornerback. Uh, Otis Way was their running back that left. Quinn Euler was their linebacker. At first, I was thinking about their uh, the, the, the the quarterback that plays for Texas. I'm like, wait a minute, what he was doing there, you know? But he's not there. Quentin Seguin, he was a defensive end that entered the portal. Uh, Jacob Odom was wide receiver that entered the portal. Uh, Billy Rivera, who was a tight end, entered it. So it was almost half and half. Of those seven, uh, two were starters out of Wea Seguin. Uh, Nelson, uh, who was their cornerback, he played extensively for them, uh, but also played special teams kind of minimally. But, you know, so they lose some guys, but they pick up some guys as well. Um, you know, so it's Nebraska, we can't sleep on anybody, though. That's just the bottom line. Regardless of what we have talent-wise, we can't sleep on anyone. With that being said, Raph, with the ones I brought out there, what's your thoughts on North Dakota, man? Uh, like you said, can't sleep on them. But in my honest opinion, I would hope that come the late third, fourth quarter, we got our second and third string team yes. in there. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's honest. We need we need that to build, you know, to get these young players' repetitions and stuff like that. And I think – if we can, you know, put up some early points against them and get our young players in, get them in the game, get them some experience, this is definitely one of those games that needs to be decided early yeah. so we can get that experience. Yeah, I agree. You know, you let a team like this hang out long enough with you. Let's say, you know, we punch them in the mouth early, first or second quarter, but we don't put our foot on their throat and they're, they're hanging around sniffing in the third quarter. You keep giving a team with less talent but they have less talent, but you start giving them more confidence. At the end of the day, the talent, it shouldn't, but at the end of the day, that talent becomes, it starts becoming less of a factor and becomes want-to. And I always call it want-to points, want-to plays, want-to wins. When you let a team that is less, that's inferior to, inferior is probably a stronger word, but it's the reality. You let a team that's inferior to you as far as talent-wise and depth-wise, if you let them hang in the game with you long enough, you begin to give them a lot of want-to. Like, wait a minute. And you start giving them a lot of confidence. Wait a minute, I can beat this team. We can hang with these guys. That is a dangerous team who has nothing to lose. That is a very dangerous team that has nothing to lose. So to your point, Raph, I would hope – and I'm going to say this. I would hope within the first two series of the third quarter, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it this way. I would hope in the middle of the middle of the second middle of the second quarter, towards the end halftime, two minutes left, the game's decided. Yeah. If not on the scoreboard necessarily, physically, I would hope the game's yeah. done to where those guys are saying, "I can't wait till halftime," because and I am getting a smoke beat out of me right now. And it's crucial for Nebraska's mental state too. Yes, because. There's going to be a little bit of last year that's going to creep into this year. I mean, oh, I know every yeah. team, every team is different, but that would go far in. Say we we get it, we get a convincing win against Northwestern. We come out against North Dakota. We get a convincing win against Selm. Well, those ghosts from last year are going to start to dissipate, wow. and they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna be pushed back. And the more mentally strong Nebraska gets, the better they will get. Raph, you just said a key word that I like, the ghosts of 2021. Harrison, what do you think about that, man? There's a lot of ghosts out there in 2021. Yeah, there's a lot of ghosts. <laughs> you know, you think about, Raph, what you said, the ghosts. 
And you know what, man? And, I, and, I, and I'm bringing this back to, and Raph, you know this, whole number, is it, is it 12 for me at Pioneers? Where I go to the left all the time? Oh, I'm mentally visualizing 10, it. I've been in North Platte for so long, I forgot see, the Lincoln 10, Golf 11. Courses. It is 12. Yeah. It's 12 at Pioneers. Oh, yeah, 12. It's 12. Trees. It's 12. If you never played Pioneers Golf Course, which is a great course, by the way. I'm mean, kind of like a shameless plug for Pioneers Golf Course. But if you're playing Pioneers Golf Course, there's hole number 12. On the left-hand side, I'm not sure how far. It ain't far because I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not far off the box. There's these trees. And those trees, when I go up to the hole, I'm already thinking, A.D., don't put it on the left in the trees. Those are the ghosts because I've done it so many times. I'm already thinking about it sometimes on hole 11. So you bring this back to the Huskers right now. And I, I've, I've been hearing this all over the country. I was just, uh, folks, I was just down. Uh, I was speaking in um, uh, Orange Beach, Alabama. So all I heard was Roll Tide and War Eagle. So Roll Tide, obviously, your Alabama fans. War Eagle, your Auburn fans. And you're thinking that's so cool about it, though, Rav and Harrison. There are so many of those fans say Nebraska is, the college football is good when Nebraska's good. I mean, there was no, I mean, it, it, you know, it was fiddly jarring around, but none of those folks were like disparaging, like, you know, you guys suck. What's up in Nebraska? You know, Fries. No, no, no. Those folks were like, look, we need Nebraska to be good again because it's good for college football. They respect Nebraska. And I heard this, I mean, from numerous people, even though I was in the airport in Charlotte, I'm way down there. I was in the Charlotte airport. I was eating at a restaurant. And, uh, um, a guy asked, he goes, where are you from? I said, Nebraska. He goes, Nebraska football. And I didn't have my championship ring on. I, I keep it in my bag when I'm traveling because I don't want to answer a lot of the questions because people always ask about the ring. When I'm rolling, I like to be incognito. Rav knows I use another word at times, but we're on the radio. I like to be incognito. I don't want to answer a lot of questions. So we were talking about Nebraska football. And this guy's a North Carolina grad. He goes, dude, he goes, man, the college football is, is better when Nebraska's better. So around the country where I'm at, People want Nebraska to be better and to be competitive. But to bring it back to your point, Raph, we have to exercise the demons. Because I'm sick of hearing, yes, they were the best one-loss record team in the country. Dad Gummit, in the words of Coach Osborne, I'm tired of hearing we were the best one-loss, and they are too. Because here's the reality. As much as we as fans, and I'm a fan now. I'm not a player anymore. I'm a fan. I'm an old guy. None of us feel as bad as those players do right now and those coaches. So anytime in the, in the text line, and again, we'll mention that if you've got questions for our last segment, you can give us a call at 402-464-5685 on the Honda Lincoln Hotline or the Sarner Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. None of you listening, me included, Raph included, Harrison included, former players included, Monty, God, God bless my big brother. None of us feel as bad as the current players on that roster. So it blows me away at times when they, when they call in, and that's great, you have that right. But I promise you, none of you feel as bad as they do right now. And in the last year they play it. Now I'm not saying right now because they're busting their tails off to, you know, to right the ship and get things figured out. They're kind of riding the ship to get things figured out. None of us feel as bad as they do, but there are ghosts that are there. You know, it's 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 human. It's, it's human. It's it's human. It's just human nature. And when you find yourself in a precarious position, where the time before you kind of blew it, you're thinking, "Oh crap, we can't do this again." Harrison, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, you referring to the ghosts. The ghosts were, you know, active in the 2021 season. It was the yes. last game versus the Hawkeyes. Oh. I think after I think it was a blocked punt, and they got scooped it up and scored, and you could just see it on the sideline. It was just like. 
here come the demons, you know, yep. and everyone just felt it and the game started slipping away. So, I mean, they were already there at the end of the season. Uh, it's going to be big for these guys to kind of step out right away, shake that off and just get some momentum, especially building up to that huge Oklahoma game. Yeah. You're going to want some momentum going into that. Harrison, you're spot on. That momentum, you think about it. We're what? We got Northwestern. We got Georgia Southern. OU third. Right? OU four. OU four. Uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. Georgia Southern. Yes. OU. Raph, thoughts on that? the ghost, man? What do you think about the ghost, brother? How do we exercise the ghost? How do we exercise the demons? How do we do kind of an exorcism to get rid of the ghost? How do you – if you're the coach, Raph, you've, you've coached at the semi-level, the college level, how would you as a coach right now coach these guys to basically – I'm not saying you disregard. I'm not saying you disregard 2021 because you can't. Because there's always lessons uh, when losses – there's always lessons and losses. There's always uh, uh, lessons that you learn from pain. What would be the lessons that you would teach them if you're the head coach at Nebraska right now or just a coach anywhere and you had a season like Nebraska last year where people keep re- uh, referring to you as the best one-score uh, one loss team in the country? How would you reprogram, control, alt, delete the mental psychology of your team? How would you do that? For the North Dakota game? any game i I mean the whole season well well, i'm just saying for north dakota game i would coach them i wouldn't let it get outside the doors in a press conference or anything like that but i'd be coaching the team to like we're gonna blow the doors off these guys Uh uh-huh i would coach them like that like hey we're we're winning by 50 i love it um i wouldn't let it become bulletin board material for north dakota i would never say that to them or say it to a newspaper but inside the doors of the locker room, I would be coached on as if, hey, we're we're getting our second, third, fourth string in this game. Um, but the problem with that is when you coach like that, you've got to be aware of the next week. Because say we beat North Dakota by 40 or 50 and we beat them convincingly, then you've got to keep your, your feet on the ground because you've got to let your team know, hey, like you said, like Coach Osborne said, you're not as good as you think you are. You're not as bad as you think you are. Right. So you've got to keep, you've got to let, let your team know like, Hey, good win, but Hey, we're not, we're not where we want to be. That's right. That's right. And you've got, you've, you've got to keep that even kill, but against the teams that you should beat convincingly, you know, do it. You have the talent, you have the, you have the players, you have the coaches go out and do it. But You've got to say, hey, we're not – We, the celebration should be like maybe 24, 24 hours, if that, against North Dakota. You know, maybe go out and celebrate that night, the victory. But come that next day, it's got to be, all right, we're on to the next week. It was a good win. We got some good experience for our players. Let's go out and get another, get another W. Keep on patching them together. But it's just a matter of – Staying even kill, keeping, you know, just the, the mentality of the team. That's That was the one thing last year for Nebraska that I thought they could have probably have won every game except for maybe one maybe. And it was – but it was just the mentality, like right. Michigan State game. The defense <laughs> shuts, shuts them out the entire second half. But just that one mental lapse yep. cost us the game on the punt return. Yep. Um, Michigan, um, Martinez goes in, 
might have been down, might not have been down, let go of the ball, you know, that one mental lapse, you yeah. know, probably cost Nebraska the game. Yeah. And you can go through it game after game after game. And that's it's Oklahoma not a, it's, starting a game off with what four penalties. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a talent gap. Like if you've asked me like oh three, four, five years ago, it was a talent talent gap. Yeah. We were we were getting beat because we just we didn't have good enough players to compete with the best teams in the country. Am I saying that we're one of the best teams in the country? No, but what I am saying is we have the talent to compete with the best teams in the country. Absolutely. It's just a matter of how mentally strong are we going to be. You bet. You know, Raph, you, you mentioned um, the, 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 the penalties we had in crucial parts of the games. And I wrote this down. Chaos often comes before culture change. Chaos often comes before culture change. Transfer portals, uh, uh, NIL, things of that nature, getting the right fit. We're going to come to that in our last segment. Chaos comes before culture change. You're with Riffin with Raf and AD. 93.7 a ticket. We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. <laughs> 